0: Welcome to the Power in Motion podcast, the show for women who want to develop a kinder relationship with their body, so you can feel healthy, happy, and confident without restricting food, doing torturous exercise, or constantly worrying about the number on the scale. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, size-inclusive fitness specialist and certified non-diet health and life coach specializing in body image. This podcast is here to provide weight-neutral, health-at-every-size-aligned information and coaching on sustainable habits and mindset shifts so you can feel your very best in the body you have right now. Let's lace up our runners and go for a walk while we chat. Hey there, welcome back to the Power in Motion podcast and this is part two in our six-part holiday self-care series. And today we're going to be talking all about how to remain consistent with exercise over the holidays. Because I don't know about you, but I hear this a lot that when things get busy, when there's lots to do, the first thing that falls by the wayside is our movement practice. And that only adds to the overwhelm that we feel. So we're going to talk about three strategies to remain consistent over the holiday season. But before we get into that, I want to remind you that if you're not yet on my email list to go and get on it, it's called Embrace Your Radiance, and you can join by visiting my website, www.radiantvitality.ca/slash email. Because I've been telling you how I have a very special coaching offer that's out for the holiday season, and details for that were just announced yesterday, and they're only being announced to my email community. So if you are a woman, who tends to feel overwhelmed at the holiday season and tends to put yourself last, but you want to prioritize your own well-being so that you can roll into the new year feeling centered, rested, and nourished and avoid all of the holiday burnout and new year's resolution regret, then you are going to want to be on my email list so you can hear about this very special, very affordable, very easy to fit into your life one-to-one coaching offer. So again, go join my email list over at radiantvitality.ca slash email. Okay, so let's talk about how to stay consistent with exercise. And this is going to be short and sweet today. I've got three tips for you. And really, it's more a set of three don'ts and three do's, right? Because I think that the reason why we tend to struggle with consistency over the holiday period or at any period of time really is because of the way that we're thinking about exercise in the first place. So tip number one is to notice when you you feel like you have to exercise or when you're shitting on yourself, when you're saying things like, God, I really should be moving more and where you are tying exercise or the need to exercise to calorie burning or making up for the food that you're eating, maybe extra food that you're eating over the holiday season or more rich, sweeter foods that you're eating during this season, or maybe where the inactivity that you're experiencing, where there might be a fear of weight gain associated with that. And we've talked on this podcast so many times in the past about how tying exercise to calorie burning or simply viewing it as a means to lose weight or shape your body is the number one thing that gets in the way of you feeling motivated. So notice where your brain wants to make you feel guilty for not exercising and where fear of weight gain comes up and where thoughts that you should be exercising to burn off the food that you're eating are entering in. And see if you could stop those thoughts and instead challenge yourself to think about what else is in it for you. How else does keeping just a little bit of movement in your life serve you? I mean, for me, I'll give a personal example. I am someone who struggles with seasonal affective disorder. So getting outside in the fresh air for even five minutes a day can make a huge difference to my overall well-being and my mental health. The clients that I work with will say that movement helps reduce their pain levels, it helps them sleep better at night, it reduces their stress, helps them think clearer. There's so many other benefits to movement, so I want you to just check in with yourself and remind yourself why else you would want to move. Because when we're doing it as a form of self-care, to take care of ourselves. It's a lot more motivating to get out there and do it than the shame of having to burn off calories. And the other part of this that goes along with viewing movement as a form of self-care is to notice the parts of you that believes that you don't have time or don't deserve self-care. If you notice thoughts in your head like, I'm too busy for this, I can't fit it in, there's too much else to do, That, my friend, is your inner people pleaser who is trying to convince you that you're only worthy of self-care once everything is checked off your list or everybody else is looked after. And that viewpoint is anything but helpful, right? How do you feel when you think that way, when you think that you don't have time, that you can't take a little bit of time for yourself? It only adds to the level of overwhelm that you feel, And then your inner critic just gets louder and starts calling you names about being lazy and that you should be doing more. So notice this parts of you that thinks you can't look after you until everybody else is looked after and challenge that mindset. We know, everybody says, and it's true, you can't pour from an empty cup. When you are looked after, then you have more to give. And I know that that's a cliche saying, but it really is true. But you have to decide that you're worthy, that you're worthy of investing back into yourself, that you're worthy of saving a little bit of that love that you give to everybody else around you for yourself so that you can feel good too. And then the third and final self-sabotaging mindset that tends to come up, of course, is the all or nothing way of thinking, right? So check in with yourself and ask, how are you defining remaining consistent. What does that mean to you? Does remaining consistent mean that you're following the so-called fitness rules where you have to get in an hour, it has to be of a certain intensity, it has to be so many days a week? Are you operating from a perfectionistic mindset about what it means to be consistent? Because here's the thing is when the bar is set that high, and we have this kind of outlook, it's really easy then to judge anything less than perfection, anything less than that hour of high intensity so many days a week as not enough. But that's just going to lead to the guilt that you're feeling, and it's going to lead to you feeling really defeated. So rather... I want you to consider that there are seasons for having big goals and for working hard at our physical activity, and then there's seasons for maintenance, and there's seasons where just doing something is enough. So can you reduce your expectations on yourself and accept that you might have to redefine what it means to be consistent? Take this all-or-nothing approach to your physical activity can you reframe it and use a minimum baseline approach? And what minimum baseline means is lowering your bar of success way down. So instead of setting the bar really high, where it's impossible to measure up and you constantly feel like you're falling short and you're a failure, can you lower the bar way, way, way down and decide what is the bare minimum that you can do with the time, energy, and resources that you have during this busy season where there's lots going on, but where you still feel like you're caring for yourself, where you're caring for your body, and where you're taking some action to help yourself feel good in your body as you navigate this season. And can you allow for that to be enough? Maybe it is just walking to the mailbox every day, getting five minutes of outdoor activity, soaking up a little bit of sunshine. Maybe it's getting to the gym three days a week instead of six days a week. Maybe it's doing 20-minute workouts instead of 60-minute workout. Maybe it means lowering your intensity to something more moderate or something very gentle. Maybe it means squeezing in just a little bit of yoga or even just doing some dancing around your kitchen. How can you define success so that you feel cared for and like you are doing something to maintain your well being during this season? So, those are my three tips to recap it's to reestablish what's in it for you. Why are you wanting to move your body if not for body shaping and weight loss? What's your why? Decide that you're worthy. Of taking the time to care for your body and then lower your expectations about how much is enough. And the last thing I'll say about this, about staying consistent, is maybe for this holiday season, maybe you just let go of the idea of exercising altogether and instead embrace a more joyful movement approach, right? It is the holiday season, it is the season for joy, it is the season for fun, it's the season for play. So maybe you can look at this time as an opportunity to play more, to consider what would be fun for you, to get outside with your family and let yourself off the hook from prescribed structured exercise. All movement is good movement and having a good time and letting it be joyful is what it's all about. What we're trying to avoid here is the feeling that we haven't done enough, that we've let ourselves care slide or we've let ourselves go over the holiday season and then feel so burnt out and depleted by the time the new year comes. We go looking for a diet or a program to help us find ourselves again. So by letting it be fun and letting it be joyful, that is what's going to allow you to go into the new year calm, centered, nourished, so that you can avoid all of that new year's resolution regret. Okay, so I hope that this helps you reframe what it means to be consistent over the holidays and to help you consider how you might implement some movement to maintain your level of self-care as you navigate the holiday season. Next week, when we come back, we'll be talking about how to manage the expectations that we have on ourselves and how to manage the perceived pressure that we feel to do it all and do it all perfectly. We're going to be talking about perfectionism and people pleasing. So next week will be a great place to pick up from where we left off today. Hope that you have a great week and I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for tuning into the Power in Motion podcast today. If you love what you're learning here, then I invite you to take the next step of embodying these concepts into your own life so that you can live your healthiest, happiest life and never again feel held back by your body. Coaching is the fastest, most efficient pathway to taking what you know in your head to actually applying it and seeing results. Whether you're looking to make changes around movement, food, body image, or all three, I'm here to help you nurture a kind, respectful, and trusting relationship with your body so you can feel your very best. Click the link in the show notes to book a free consultation and together we'll uncover what's getting in the way of you having the results you want. You'll leave this call knowing exactly what you need to work on and together we'll explore whether one of my coaching offers is a good fit for you. I can't wait to meet you.